Um, when I was trying to figure out what to learn tonight, it's pretty much is a, is a must. It's the yard site of uh, this afternoon. Was the yard site of the Lubavitcher Rebbe? So we have to learn a piece, a piece from the Rebbe. So I was looking over the parsha. Nothing was really speaking to me. So this is a piece that the Rebbe has on the month of Tammuz. The month of Tammuz. So we just entered the month of Tammuz. This is his piece on understanding the whole Indian of the month of Tama. So it's, it's, it's apropos. So before we get into the piece, which is one of the Sikhs, I wrote on top the line from the Bnei Yisoscher. The Bnei Yisoscher describes his introduction to the month of Tama as the following. Kabbalah's Arizal, there's a tradition, there's a Kabbalah from the Arizal, Ashakol hachadoshim heim bechinas evari haroish. That the Arizal said that every month corresponds to a different part of the head different part of the head. So, the two months of Tammuz and Av correspond to the two eyes. That the Arizal said that the month of Tammuz and Av correspond to the eyes. The month of Tammuz is the right eye, the month of Av is the left eye. Now, what, what does that mean? So, I, you know, the, I think the Bnei Yisrael, he goes on to say that the Gemara says, that if you want to know if someone is ill, you check the eyes. The eyes were always like an indicative of the health of the body, the Gemara says, because if you're not sure how healthy the person is, but if you look in the eyes, so like the eyes are the opening into what's going on. So Thomas and Av are ill, so to speak. But I, I think that the more, more appropriate shot, especially for the yard side of the Babich Rebbe, is that Thomas and Av are really based on perspective. Meaning, it's how you look at it. What I mean is like this. I heard this many years ago from my, my Rebbe, uh, my Rosh Hashiva of Kalman Epstein, that he pointed out something very interesting, and that is that we know that the worst days, we're entering the hardest period of Klal Yisrael's calendar, but he pointed out, what you, we're, you're, we're usually trained to understand that these are bad months. Right? These are just bad months, right? And they've been bad months for thousands of years. The truth is, there's nothing bad. If, if everything is created from HaKadosh Baruch that means there has to be a positivity in it. So he said, he, he actually pointed it out. It's very interesting. What is, right, this month, as we're going to talk about, the month of Tammuz, the only Yom Tif that we have is the, is the fast of Shivasa Tammuz. Now, what's the reason, what, what happened on Shivasa Tammuz? So there were five bad things that happened in history. But the first one was that it was the day that Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchos. is the day that we did the Egel. So Rav Kamen pointed out, what was supposed to be? It was supposed to be a day of Kabbalah Satira. So it was really supposed to be a great day. But it's Dafka because we did an angle that we sort of turned it. And it's Adarabha because it was such a holy time that by us not living up to that, you know, it's like doing an Avera in the Makkah Mikdash. It's a bigger affront to the covet of Hashem. That's Shavasa Betamas. And what's Tishabav? Tishabav was the day that the Miraglim last parish and the Miraglim came back. Right? They said bad reports, so we accepted the bad reports, we cried, right? They cried. You cried for no reason, I'll give you a reason to cry about. Which again, it's the same point. It wasn't meant to be a bad day. It was meant to be a day that Miraglim would come back and say, Eretz Yisrael is great. It was supposed to be a good day. There's nothing bad. It's a matter of perspective. If there was ever a person that lived in that Mahalach, it was Lubavitcher I mean, amongst other things. It's very interesting. I, I've been reading, um, on my free time, I've been reading um, an autobiography on Baruch Chaim Miller. It's my second time reading it. It's a phen- phenomenal book. It's called Turning Judaism Outward. It's, it's on the life of Lubavitcher 
it's very hard to summarize these people. I was thinking, I spoke this past Shabbos afternoon about Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David, about their roles. And the Mashiach ben Yosef's role is to protect the body of Klal Yisrael. Mashiach ben David is to build up the soul of Klal Yisrael. So I was talking in Shalashud, this is someone, he said, which one is the Rebbe? I said, he was kind of both. Because it's sort of like, these were encompassing people. These were people that were big in every form. So to, to really try to summarize him, it's very, very, very difficult and it's borderline impossible. But one Nakuda is his positivity. He, he was always looking on the bright side. And that's really what Thomas and Av are really about. They're the eyes. It, it's just a matter of whether you have the eyes of Kairach, you have the eyes of Moshe. It's just a matter of how you look at things. So the truth is, this is a piece that he describes how he perceived the month of Thomas. And I think, again, it's a little bit of an opening into how he would look at the, the most difficult. I was listening to a shir my brother gave, I think it was last, it might have been last night, by the Gimel Thomas. He spoke in the Five Towns. I think it was that. I've listened to Yossi a couple times. I, I think it was that. And he said that, like, even within the difficult months, at least Tishabov has Tubav. So at least it has, like, the, the bad ends. Like, Thomas is, like, the entire month is Malit Saris. So the question is, so you really need, like, a, per, a positive person to change the perspective. So this is a piece, we'll just read it together. The rabbi says, again, it should be as chus, it should be as chus, uh, people say, it's, it's not as chus for him, like someone said, neshama shavon these neshamas don't need a liya. We should have a chus yagin leina. I mentioned this once, that, like, in the beginning of Hashivenu, someone once wanted to make, uh, sponsor the Kiddush, <laughs> he wanted to sponsor the kiddush like it's close to like Esther, Esther Hamalka. So I, I, like I was like, like come on, it's Esther Hamalka. They, they don't need our kiddush. We, we we need to hold on to them. So so it should be ours chos that we're learning his Torah. So he, he writes of this. We'll just read it together. He says we've spoke about this a few times. That the essence of Thomas, now the reason why Thomas is such a significant uh, month in the world of Chabad, you should just know the history of it. Um, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe was released from prison, and he was supposed to be killed. He was supposed to die in prison. He saw his own, his own uh, arrest warrant, and it said, Lamavis. He was released on the 12th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 12th and 13th of Thomas. But the truth is, he, ha- he was actually released Gimel. Gimel was when he was officially released to house arrest. And then 12 and 13 was when they were supposed to send him to Siberia, and then 12 and 13, they let him go. So that's why the Rebbe used to fabring on Gimel Thomas, which is such an interesting thing that on the day that would be his yard site. So he talks about Thomas a lot in the, in the, in the lexicon of Chabad. By the way, just one more thing. Chabad says Tachanun today. <laughs> the Rebbe would say Tachanun. They say Chabad says Tachanun even on the day of the yard site of previous Rebbes. The only time Chabad doesn't say Tachanun is the days that they were released from prison. So, but they, they, they say Tachanun even on the yard side. So, but he talked about Tamas a lot. That was, that was, they fabrained every year because that was the, 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 the date that the previous Lubavitch Rebbe was released from prison. So the Rebbe says like this, Kvar medumer we've spoke many times, al about the essence of the month of Tamas, right, within the first week. If you want to understand the month of the Tamas, well, look how it's described in the Torah. How is it described in the Torah? Chodesh HaRavi, the fourth month, right? Because Nisan, Ir, Sivan, Tamas, it's the fourth month. It's described in the Torah as the fourth month. Not that it has its own, but that it's an extension of the third. And the Rebbe explains, Lachar Chodesh HaRishon, Chodesh Nisan. Chodesh HaRavi, the Torah's description of Tamas being the fourth month, what it means is, anytime you say it's the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, it means it's a continuation and it's distincted, distinct from the last one. 
So what makes it its essence is the fact that it's the fourth, as opposed to the third. So what's the difference between the previous month and the month of Thomas? The month of Thomas is not a new thing, it's the fourth, as opposed to the third. So what is the month of Thomas all about? So he says like this, The previous month, which is Sivan, is the month that we're makabal the Torah. Above Sivan, we receive the Torah. Right? The third month, Jews that are made up of three parts, right? the third Jew, which is Moshe Rabbeinu, because he was the third of the siblings. The third, 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 the month of Sivan, which is the third month. The month of Sivan is all about Kabbalah Satira, is all about the Jewish people receiving the Torah. Ha- and now comes the fourth month. What, what, what changed? The Rebbe looks at it as between the third and the fourth month was a complete change in the approach of how Hashem was interacting with the world. How so? The large distinction between the previous month and this month is that there was a complete change. How so? The third month, which is the previous month, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving over from heaven to earth, giving over His Torah, giving over His commands, His directive to the human being. HaKadosh Baruch Hu noisim v'nei Yisrael, Torah mitzvahs. Moira haderech umadjechas Yehudi ketzalik snai b'chai v'yoyim yoyim. That Hashem is telling us how to live our lives. He's giving. He's giving. Masha'en kin b'chaydesh ha-revi'i. So what starts this month? If we were given the Torah in the previous month, we were mekablim, then what happens in this month is now, now we start serving Hashem on our own. Meaning, the previous month we're like a child receiving from the mother. Hashem is giving us the Torah. And this first month is now we, we, now we received and now we start. I mean, the previous month Hashem gives us the Torah and now this is the first month where we begin to walk on our own. This is very much connected to a piece that we learned a few weeks ago from the Shem Yishmuel and Parshas Baha'u'llah. That's a very famous Torah from the Shem Yishmuel that the Shem Yishmuel describes how part of, part of the ability for a child to walk on their own is they need the parent to separate. That's a natural process that a parent must separate in order to allow the child to walk on their own because as long as they're encompassed by the parents and being held by the parents, they won't be able to walk on their own. But in order for them to walk on their own, they have to be put down. That's part of the deal. They have to be put down. There's a yurida that is necessary. There, there is a yurida that is necessary in order for the child to stand up on his own. And, and, and it's deeper. We'll explain in a moment. The whole essence of Torah is for Hashem's essence to penetrate the lowest places. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. He already had angels in Shemaim. He wanted the Torah to penetrate the lowest place. And if the third month Hashem is giving the Torah, the fourth month is when we start to say, we have it, and now we're beginning to walk. So the Rebbe says, The fourth month, as opposed to the previous month, is now we're beginning to act like Jews. The previous Torah, the previous month, the essence of the month is Kabbalah Satira. And now this month is Kiyam HaTorah. Now we start to serve Hashem with the Torah that He gave us in the previous month. You see, the previous month, HaKadosh Baruch who's giving us the Torah, we're sort of like lifting up ourselves to, to reach Him. This month, Hashem leaves. And now we're sort of left you know, sort of seeing ourselves for the first time and that's as low as possible because Hashem sort of pulled away His essence 
But again, allowing us to now walk towards Him, to now actually begin to fulfill the purpose of reality. And the purpose of reality is for human beings on the lowest plane to elevate the lowest places. So he says, That's also the, the difference. You see, the focus of the previous month is Hashem giving. The fourth month, the focus is us taking what we received and now trying to sort of stand up. That's the focus of this month. He says even the, the letters of the alphabet are miramis to this. The previous month is Gimel and this is Dalid. The Gemara in Shabbos tells us that the letter Gimel is Goimel. The Gemara has this, it's a Shikol Torah, it's like a nice drush, that Gimel Dalid is Goimel Dalim, that if you look at the, if you imagine the letters, Goimel is the giver, like giving of tzedakah, and Dalim is the poor person, and it's the gimel is focused, it's like facing the back of the dalid because it's it's like you're supposed to be, the Gemara just has a nice drasha that a person giving tzedakah is supposed to be someone that desires to give tzedakah and runs after someone giving tzedakah and like the poor person shouldn't have to face you because that's embarrassing and he's, the goimel is running after the dalim, the, the poor person. But if you actually look at it, that's the whole essence of these months. The previous month is goimel. It's like a Deshvar who giving us the Torah and it's an exalted process and it's, and it's sort of like a chasana and it's a beautiful union. This month, now the goimel is out and now he pulls himself away and now what you're left is dal. You're left up with a poor person who's now left with the, he has now, he was given money, he was given the directives and now he's trying to build his own life. So he says like this, that Gimel, the third month, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the Torah in the third month, because the third always implies giving, and Dalit is always receiving. Even if you think about it. Listen, it wouldn't be Chabad unless you mentioned Seder Ishtalshalos. Seder Ishtalshalos means, right? Seder Ishtalshalos means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created four worlds. Uh, the four worlds to, to separating between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and creation. He created an oilam of Atzilas, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. We're in the lowest world. The angels come from a previous world, Neshamas of Kla Yisrael come from two worlds before. Think of it as, you know, just uh, planes of, uh, of creation and in order to get all the way down here, uh, just, just very simply, the first, you have a Kaddish Baruch Hu himself, which less us upon me, we, we don't understand what that means, but to go from Hashem, which is just completely infinite, without uh, objects, without formation, to have this, where you don't even see God, that goes through processes, that goes through worlds. It's called Atzila, Atzilas Bria Yitzira Nasiya. The first world, it's clear there's only Hashem. The second world is already the formation of creation, but it's like a fish in water. Like you could, it's, it's, it's there, but it's so clear. And then the next world is even more of a separation. You have angels, which are like godly figures, but they're already figures. And then you have this world, which is Asiya, which is the lowest of the worlds, that you could have God, because Hashem has to permeate reality and He's pumping life into everything, but it feels like He's not here. It goes through these four stages. That's the fourth month. The fourth month is you have Hashem giving up of his essence from the Torah to go from all four worlds permeating the lowest. But that's the whole essence of the Torah. The essence of the Torah is in order. You see, the reason why this month, this month, I mentioned before that there's no bad month. It's true there's no bad month. 
Why is it that this month fell so far? Right? This month fell very, very far. It fell further than most months. Like I even said before, even Tishabov, at least it ends Tubav. Tubav is a great Yomtev for Klal So It's a very, very low month of Tamus. Why is it that it fell so far? Because the whole purpose of this month is to be low. What I mean is like this. Torah, the Balatani describes this at length. What it means is like this. Hashem, before He created the world, why Hashem created this world, why He wanted to, not why He, why he did, but why HaKadosh Baruch Hu felt the desire, that's not for us to understand. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu had angels in Shemaim, but He wanted to reveal His glory. You could only, what's a greater revelation of His glory? Is it a greater revelation of His glory that there's a Sefer Torah in the Aaron, or the fact that a Jew can go into the physical world and uplift it? It's obviously a greater revelation that you could take something like a physical world, like Parnassah, and actually show that there's Kedusha there, right? That, that's a higher level of revelation. And that's really what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. He had angels already, but he wanted to show that this low world of Asiya can actually be permeated with Kedusha, because that shows the power of Kedusha, that it's able to penetrate even the lowest of places. That shows the power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, that it's able to go into even this physical world and uplift it. Therefore, of all the months, if this is the first month that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to have Kalal Yisrael reveal that we receive the Torah and now we could start showing what the Torah is made of, it's naturally going to be inclined to be a very low month because that's what the whole essence of the Torah is. You don't, it's not a Chiddush. It's not a Chiddush. You see, it, it, it's, not, it's not a Chiddush. Out of all the months, if, you're, if you were telling me that this is the first month where there's a change, that all of a sudden Nisan and Iyar were getting ready to receive the Torah. Sivan Hashem gives us, Goimel Hashem brings us up and connects us to Him. Fine. And then Dalid is the first one where HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally says, I-, I want you to be on your own. I want you to serve me on your own. I want you to show what this world was really made for. Then it's not a Chiddush to do that in the month of Tishrei. The month of Tishrei is, of course, it's a month of Kedusha. It's such a chiddush to show that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saturating the month of Kedusha. Avadana. You need a low month. You need a month that has no Yomim Toivim. You need a month that naturally is, it could, be, could fall in order to show that even that month is full of Kedusha. But there's a danger in that. You see, the danger of that is, is that when that month falls, it falls. But says the Rebbe like this, This is the difference between the third and fourth month. The in the third month, that's Hashem giving over. Now all of a sudden, it's the first month where Hashem said, show me what you could do with the Torah. Show me what a Jew can take, how you could take physical reality, you could take the low world, the fourth world, and now show me what you can do with it. Dal. Dal means low. It has to be a low month because if it was an exalted month, it wouldn't be a chiddish. It has to be a month that naturally is weaker from a spiritual perspective to show what we're capable of doing. The whole essence of a Jew. What is the whole essence of a Jew? That right, we, we, We're used to this terminology People use it nowadays more for like an emotional perspective. They describe it as called a Yerida Litzorah Aliyah, which means going down in order to take a step up. Now it's used in different forms. It's used colloquially that if a guy has a headache and he's not feeling well, he's burnt out, right? right? Coming in the summer, that's when most people take vacations. Most Rabbonim are going upstate, right? Chashev uh, Rabbonim in this neighborhood, in the five towns, they go away. So you're going to ask them, 
even the rabbanim that go away, they usually the rabbanim that go away, they usually taka. So, so all the rabbanim, when they, even when they go away, they taka giving shurim. They're gonna ask the rabbanim. Well, I don't understand. How are you not teaching for four weeks, five weeks? They all say the same thing. It's yirid the which means I need in order to break. I need in order to have more strength. That's how it's used in more colloquial terms. In spiritually, on a higher madrega, it means that sometimes a person has to go to a low place, they do an Avera, but then they come out of it. Okay. But what does it really come from? It really comes from all of us. All of us are a Yerid Litzarachaliyah. You have a Neshama, which is a very exalted soul, which is coming from a very high place, is sitting with Ziv Ashkina, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes that Neshama and he places it down into physicality. There's no greater Yerida than all of us here. So what's the answer? So why are we here? The answer is we all know why we're here. We could obviously accomplish something on this world, in this plane, in this physical reality that we could not have accomplished in, in Shemaim. That's a Yerid Litzorah Chaliyah. That's what we're all going through. That's what's taking place in this month. This month is meant to be a Yerida. It's meant to be a low month in order so that when Klal Yisrael saturates it with Kedusha, all of a sudden you show HaKadosh Baruch Hu, look, you gave us the Torah in the third month. This is our month where we're standing on our own. We're taking it. We're going into a low month and we're Lifting it up in full of Kedusha, that's what Kedusha is capable of. The Limra Shavadosim, Sheyehudim Ba'ilam. The whole essence, says the Rebbe, of a Jew is Yeridel Gavli Agilim El Mailah. The whole essence of a Jew is a Yeridel Tzarechaliyah. You have to go into low places. That's not just like, oh, it's, it, you have to go through difficulties. No, it, that's what the purpose is. The purpose is to show that Kedusha can saturate even a person who's burnt out, even a person who's in a low place. Achi Meskabel is Eitzel Makabel. And it's Adarabba. It actually is in a weird way that the lower you go, the greater you show Hashem is capable of. So by you actually going to a low place, you're actually strengthening HaKadosh Baruch Hu because you're showing He's capable of going to such a place and still have such Kedusha and enlightening up. Like, He's such a great light that He's able to go to the darkest place and light it up. So the darker you go, the greater you're showing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light is. And therefore, that's really what's taking place in this month. That's really what's taking place in this month. But... The truth is, what happened in this month, it's, it's like everything else, right? You tell someone, you have a, you have, I, I, speak, I speak about this a lot, you have a kid who has a choice. He could sit in Kailo all day, or he can go to work. So I think based on what was, this is a controversial take. It's not controversial to me, but it's controversial to other people. There are something talks about how a person conceptually... Right? There was this last week's parasha. Uh, it's a very famous Torah of the Baal Shem Tev. The Rav talks about this, how there's two different worlds. There's Rachel I mentioned this by, 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 by the Dafyaimi, that there's Rachel Leia. Rachel always symbolizes in the world of Rav Tzaddik, Rachel symbolizes learning, and Leia symbolizes working. Just amongst many other things. The Meraglim, uh, the, the teaching of the G'dayla Chassidus explained that the Meraglim were afraid of leaving the world of Torah and entering the world of Parnassah. That was one of their fears, that Eretz Yisrael was like a regular world. They were afraid of leaving the world of Rachel and entering the world of Leia. The truth is, and I mentioned this many times, it's one of the, like, an amazing uh, ha'ara from 
Uh, it's quoted originally from the Oyev Yisrael, but it's from other Chassidish Svarim. The thing Dober Magid points this out also, that the Pasuk says that Kadesh Baruch Hu told, Moshe Rabbeinu told the Meraglim, Losur Esa Aretz, which is Lamed Aleph Hei, which spells out Leia, but it says they only refused to check the whole land, they only went to Rechov Levo Hamas, which spells out Rachel, meaning that was their fight between Rachel and Leia. So why is it that the world of Leia is so powerful, more even in a way powerful than the world of Rachel? Because if you're able to show that Kadesh Baruch Hu is saturating even a place of Parnasa, wow, right? That's that's like, if you could show that Hashem is not just confined to this base medrash, He's even in Wall Street and He's even in places which seem neutral, that's an amazing giloy that shows the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's a gamble. Because if you take a go to work, right, it's, it's, a, it's a high risk, high reward. Because if you have someone that sits and learns, what's the high risk? The high risk, I don't know, he won't uh, feel as fulfilled, whatever it is. But it's very hard, it's possible, but it's very hard to live in the base medrash and not Megalak and not Shemayim. But you could have someone that goes to work all day on a subway like all the other Goyim, works, is dishonest, or makes money, doesn't give tzedakah, makes a chil Hashem, doesn't wear a yarmulke, and do, does all the things. And then how is he different? Nothing. He's mamish the same. So what's the answer? It's a high risk, high reward, because the fact that it has potential, higher the greater its movement, right? The greater higher can go, the greater lower can fall. That's, a, that's what Thomas is. Thomas is a lot of movement. It had potential. It was a low month naturally for the purpose of us lifting it up, but it fell. And that's what took place. And the Rebbe says in the second paragraph on the left side, The five things that are You can see the way Rebbe talks. The Rebbe never says bad. He says not good. The five things that are not good that took place in this month, that began with the breaking of the Luchais, that eventually ended with the breaking of the walls of the Yushalayim, that began to the beginning of the Churban. That's, it's not a coincidence. It's because this month had potential for falling. That's what this month was about. It was supposed to be the first month where HaKadosh Baruch Hu pulled himself away and now you stand up and walk towards me. But it's low and this is what happens when it's a low month. It could just, the bottom fell out. But it says the Rebbe like this. We'll end with these last four paragraphs. This is how the Rebbe looks at what are we supposed to do in this month. Says the Rebbe, Hakavana. So what do we have left? We had a month that was low, but it could have been so high because if we could have just taken this month, served Hashem properly, and, and revealed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can penetrate not just Nisan and Tishrei, but even Tammuz, it would have been the highest Giloy. What happened? We didn't. So it fell. And it fell to a very, very low place. So what's the one yomt if we have left? We have a fast day. So everyone just thinks, what's a fast day? The fast day is, a, is an annoying day that you have to fast. It's a, I, I told you, someone in this neighborhood told me that the fast day is... Uh, <laughs> I didn't say this. Is a, if he said fast day is, 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 is a law and order marathon until it's over. That's what he told me. So okay, so, what, what, so how are you supposed to look at a fast day? I don't fast well. Fast days are very hard to focus. You can't really dive in. You get a headache. So Especially long summer, summer months. So says the Rebbe, the fast day is a directive as to how to go back to fix this month. This month had potential. It had great potential. That's how he saw it. It's the eyes. It had potential to be amazing because it's a low month, but if you could have just lifted it up, it could have been such such a tikkun. What happened? Because it was low, 
it fell. The bottom bottom fell out, and and we lost out on a tremendous opportunity, and it led to the most difficult months of the year. But says the Rebbe, what do we have left? We have left is a tainus. A tainus is not a symbolic day mourning our loss. The Rebbe says like this: Hakavana milat chatchila bazehi. The purpose of a tainus is shezayoyres avodis sheyehudi pelamata. It's our way. It's reminding us. It's motivating us. It's supposed to motivate you. Sheyevatel sasibis liyurdizu. Fix it. Fix what caused it. Right? It started off as a neutral month that could have been so great, but we ruined it. Why? This month, go with the second base, I mean, the Sinas Chinam, okay? Or you want to do other months, Shavasa uh, Batamas uh, is because of the eagle, Avoy Dezara, whatever it is. The purpose of Shavasa Batamas is Tainas. And the whole month, Bechlal, is not just to be a sad month. There's no purpose. Sadness in Klal Yisrael doesn't really exist. If it has no purpose, it's, there's no tachlis to it. I mentioned this many times. Rabbi Nachman says, Bechia, which means crying, is spells out, Beshimcha Yigilun, Kolayoim. I rejoice in your name all day. There has to be a purpose to the sadness. Says the Rebbe, the purpose of a Tainas is for you to focus yourself, refocus, and say, okay, let's fix it. Let's fix all. The, the, what caused this month to fall further, let's fix it. Let's go back. He says, It's in order to motivate you down here physically. Stop what caused it. Stop how it bottomed out. Stop that. Fix it. Serve Hashem more. Rededicate yourself. Stop those sins that caused it specifically. Which was a root cause of this end of the second base Amigdash, and all of a sudden you'll fix it because this month had such potential. This month was supposed to be a month that was a low month that was lifted up, but because we ruined it, we forgot about it and we lost our way, we still have a chance. The purpose of a tainus is not just a day to sit around, be sad, get a headache, and even like tissue above all these things. To, 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 to be depressed that's not the purpose the purpose is not depression the purpose is motivate you to say we are not going to let this happen again we, we need to fix this we need to see what we did wrong assess and correct and says the Rabbi and, and to turn these days which are very sad that's the purpose of fast days fast days are like Chazal's medicine saying hey don't just be sad Fix it. Understand what it was. Understand what it could be. Understand how we got here and fix it. And not only once it's fixed, then Thomas will be a more higher day. Why? Because it was so low. Therefore, once this day is finally fixed, you say, wow, Kedusha was able to be Shaira even in that dark place. That's how powerful HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. That's the great light of the Shekhinah, that it's able to permeate even this dark Yom. Because that's what these days are. Even a fast day is a great love from Hashem that He's trying to fix us. He's trying to give us ways to fix it. And He says, as the Medrash tells us, the Pasuk tells us that once these once Mashiach comes, these days will turn into Yom Toivim. So therefore, says the Rebbe to some men to end off with this, even though the day, the fast day, is a Yurida, obviously no one's going to delude ourselves to say that it's a Yom Tov now, but it's supposed to motivate you, not to despair, it's supposed to prod and say, hey, Remember what this month could have been. This is the first month where HaKadosh Baruch who gave us the Torah and now we're able to serve Him on our own. And we, we, we could still do this. 
And he says, Nimshech lamata mata. Gam bebidla pichas chatanu. We'll stop all the sins. Bechol niyana bebidla ritzuyim. All the things that are not positive. Sheboke toitzamizad. That all came as a result of this month. Mismatis idyoyse shleimus hashmosha matan Torah. And then it'll be a complete shleimus. The Rebbe points out in a footnote, even the name Tammuz, it's one of the few months that the Gemara says is a name of Avodah Tammuz was a name of idolatry. That's going to be a name. What's the Avoid? The Avoid is that when Mashiach comes, even that will be uplifted. Even the month of Avodah Zara will somehow be uplifted. And that'll be Megala. Not that we're allowed to obviously go into that dark place of Avodah Zara, but shows that's what Hashem is capable of. That even the Ralagamri will be uplifted. And that's what this month's about. So it's all perspective. Right now, it's a very sad month, but it won't stay that way. It could be the greatest month if we just use it properly. That's how the Rebbe saw this. It's Chodesh Aravi. It's going to be the month. And what's a Ravi? It's a table. It has four legs to stand on. It's even greater than Chaydesh HaShlishi, because Chaydesh HaShlishi is a shtigal wobbly. Chaydesh HaRavi, the Gemara says, a table, a table that has four legs is stronger. That's what this month is capable of. It should be turned out. We shouldn't have any any fast days this year. It should be Me'evel Yom Tov, Me'evel Amen.